When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Agency for Agents, a podcast for real estate team leaders and independent brokerage owners looking to maximize profits, effectiveness, and gain freedom for their team and business. Your hosts, Christine Andreasen and Aaron Hendon, have been running one of the most successful real estate teams in the Seattle area for more than eight years. They know building a winning team means finding ways to empower, nurture, train, and develop individual agents to discover their own power their own agency. On the podcast, Christine and Aaron interview thought leaders in real estate and personal growth to help you impact both your performance and your teams. We know it takes a lot and leaders and brokers that crack that code reap the rewards of success greater than any they could ever achieve on their own. All right. Today's guest is Athena Brownson and she's a realtor and she's a former professional skier. How dope is that? Her dad was a real estate developer and interior designer. She started in interior design, but she found herself getting a real estate license. And she's been a licensed agent and has a very small team for the last eight years. All right. She's had, a, you know, various physical injuries from her skiing days, but uses the knowledge she's gotten from her skiing and the skill set she got from her skiing to run her business. And it's just a fantastic conversation about that. Okay. So a fabulous opportunity to learn how you can apply those kinds of distinctions from a professional athlete to your business. Athena, thanks for making the time to be on the show. We appreciate that. Let's just get started with, tell us a little bit about your background. I know as a, as a former professional skier, that's a badass background. That's a great USP for people. Tell, How's tell me about that? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I love listening to your podcast, so I'm grateful Thanks. for the opportunity. And yeah, you know, we'll just jump right into it with the professional skiing background. You know, I like to say that to be in real estate, you've either got to be, you've got to have a screw loose almost. <laughs> it tends to attract a lot of former athletes or you know, anyone with that really competitive personality and where I got that from was a hundred percent from my background being raised in Breckenridge, Colorado. Mm. I was on snow, um, you know, around the same time that I could walk and it was, I was on snow 300 days a year for the majority of my life. Honestly, Mm. I was, I went professional when I was 15 and everything I learned about business and how to be successful in business. I always say I did not learn from going to college. I learned from my athletic background and I'm so grateful for that. And I never thought that it would come in handy, but it pops up all the time. (laughs) What is that connection? What did you learn from your pro skiing background that you do apply in your business? That's an interesting connection because I I wouldn't... I don't know what's the connection is there. I don't know yeah. what the pathway is. You know, it, there's so many levels of it. And I'll start with one, the ability to get coached, the ability mm-hmm. to understand that 
it's necessary in order to be the best version of yourself, whatever you're doing, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're a team leader, um, whether you're, you know, an agent on a team, having the wherewithal to know that we need someone that is looking over our business, looking mm. over how we're approaching, you know, what, what tactics we're using and what are our blind spots? Because we don't know what we don't know. Yep. And I think if you don't have someone there to kind of redirect you and guide you through that, through whatever process it is, you're not going to be the best version of yourself. And that I learned from skiing a hundred percent. I also, you know, I have so many memories of having, you know, not landing a trick, right. Or not necessarily listening to my coach and having to hike up the mountain instead of taking, take the chairlift because I didn't listen. And that's, you know, there's consequences for that. So I think the, just the kind of pull up your bootstraps when things mm. get tough, the ability to kind of really work, work as hard as you possibly can, which is necessary in real estate. I think anyone can attest that it's, it's a difficult um, feat to find balance mm -hmm. in our lives, but having the ability to, to really get creative and push through anything and, you know, sometimes grin and bear it, even if you don't feel like it. Yeah. And that's something I learned in athletics. And then finally is, you know, just being a competitor. Um, mm -hmm. I think when you get that addiction almost to wanting to be the best you can be, it translates really beautifully into anything that you do in life. And that definitely came from skiing. <laughs> Yeah, that's killer. That thing about being coached is just dynamite. And it's it's funny because as a coach mm -hmm. myself with realtors, we use sports metaphors all the time. Cool. And it's such an obvious connection. Yeah, I mean, what it is. Right. And we talk about it. Right. And, and everything from, you know, hold your hands this way to the action, mm -hmm. you know, to keeping your mind right. The whole world of it is directly applicable. And so it's it's brilliant that you made that that comes from your view of having been an athlete out, right? Honestly, always, yeah. it's probably the number one thing since I started as an agent, which was a little over eight years ago now, that is, I attribute, you know, any success that I've had to the fact that I've had incredible coaches and incredible mentors. Well, because, who are they? Who, who do you have as a, who do you list yeah. as a mentors or coaches? Um, so my first owner of my company was, my old company was called the New Era Group. It was a Denver specific brokerage and the owner of it was my first mentor. And mm. I followed everything he did, every movie made for about a year, every showing he went on, open house, every CMA he made. I watched everything he did and I just absorbed it like a sponge. And he's still to this day, one of my number one um, go-tos for any, you know, real estate, you're never, never figure it out. There's always yeah. going to be things that are you approach that are new. And then I've been working with the core. Have you, do you know the core? No. So it is a, they coach real estate agents and lenders. Um, they have, they keep about 500 people nationally throughout the country or nationally throughout the country. <laughs> and I have a video call with them every other week. And I have very mm -hmm. intense homework that I have to fill out to make sure that I'm doing my calls. I'm sending my notes out. Great. I'm having, you know, face-to-face -face conversations with people. It really just creates an added level of accountability that I think can often get lost in real estate. And yeah. I think that's something, you know, we can talk about as a team leader that really gets left behind a lot of times is yeah. the accountability aspect. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, I, 
And I don't think there's much coaching. Ab- there's some coaching above and beyond accountability. You know, mm-hmm. there's like, okay, let's do script practice or here's how you write a contract or, you know, but above, yeah, yeah. you know, anything above script practice is really because the whole sport here is mm-hmm. conversation. So script practice is pretty much the practice. Other than that, it's accountabilities. Are you taking the action? Because, you know, with new agents, with any agent, really, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, if I don't have a client call, am I going to be on Facebook just scrolling, pretending I'm managing my social media? I would never. (laughs) I never do. I never do. You know, yeah, but that's the world of it, right? It's like, no, you got to have these promises in place or you're not going to act. And I think we all. Absolutely. I agree yeah. with you. It's just, you know, knowing where your blind spots are, having someone to call those blind spots out yeah. for you. Like Athena, you know, I was looking over what you did this past week and it looks like you had some great interactions, but man, your, your calls are really down. What's going on. <laughs> and without that portion of accountability, I don't think that I would be as successful as I could be. And it's still something that it's, you know, a constant work in progress, but I agree with you. I think a coach is, is someone you respect enough to be accountable to them and understand that there is, you know, you respect that person's time. And by not being accountable to what you say you're going to do, you're disrespecting your coach. So I I take that very seriously for sure. Yeah, that's good. I was was just in a, I was just leading a, a leadership training program this weekend. And, you know, the world of accountability of uh, being held to account came up particularly in a new way for me. I had a, just a new opening to see Ooh. something about I'd never seen before, which was it's in being held to account that, you know, we see where we have to confront where we don't think we can do it. I love that. And it's only in being held to account because without being held to account, you're just not doing what you don't think you can do. It's only when you're held to account for doing it that you have to deal with. I'm the one who said, I can't do it. And that's just the world in there. You know, it pushes you into being okay, being uncomfortable, I think. And I think that's where greatness is found is, is in those, well, these are, you know, these are things that make me uncomfortable. And maybe if it was just me in my business, I would kind of push them off to the side. But, you know, because I have someone that has my best interests in mind and is saying, hey, Athena, you know, this is something you need to work on and that you can do and that, you know, you're capable of, it's time to get uncomfortable. And it's not always fun, but I tell you, but get comfortable being uncomfortable and you'll be successful. Yeah. We always tell our agents that if you're going to argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. So there you go. And that's the deal, you know? So tell me about your team. Tell me about who you got and how, you know, your business. Tell me about how you structured it eight years in where you at. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, coming off of being a professional skier, it's a one man sport. (laughs) I'll start by saying that. And I'm also an only child. So for me, being a team leader was never necessarily something I set out to do when I started real estate. You know, I love the individuality of it. But then I realized, okay, that mentorship that I got from, you know, the old owner of my company was something that was so critical to my success in being an agent that that's something that I would love to be able to give back to other agents as well. Mm -hmm. So when I switched over brokerages to Compass about um, almost four years ago now Mm -hmm. here in Denver, I had a good girlfriend that was getting her real estate license at the same time. And she was a newbie and I took her under my wing 
she was probably the, the easiest person to mentor and coach ever. She's an extremely successful agent, but she's under my team as well now. And then I've got an assistant that I like to say is my boss because she absolutely runs things much better than I ever could. So I've, I've got a very small two-person team, but hey, we're That's out awesome. here and we enjoy it and we enjoy each other. And I think yeah. the, the culture and the family really that we have, the connection that we've built is, is something that is hard to find, especially in business. Yeah. So to be able to, and it took me, I mean, I didn't tell you that it also took me two or three other, you know, failures with agents and with assistants to, to find the right people. Um, yeah. cause it did. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that process. Cause that's also sort of universal for people is that, you know, what does it take to find the right person yeah. and how do you keep them engaged? Tell me about, you know, your agent, what's your split with your agent and what's your, how do you compensate your assistant, Absolutely. your brain? I mean, we have, we are finding that person, that person, you know, invaluable that you, that I work for you <laughs> uh-huh. and every great, every great agent that I know, every great team leader, every great broker owner, they've yeah. got that person you that, have and to. we just lost ours. We lost ours. And then we replaced, oh, no. so lucky. We replaced her with someone who was as just like ready to take the next step. I, we couldn't believe how easily the second person was. <laughs> Thank it, you. Uh, God. And he, the former uh, team leader from KW. So he loves working oh, with individual great, right? agents and bringing people on. And his experience of the team is that he's found his home, which is just so mm-hmm. great. Oh, I um, love that. But finding that person, tell me how you got your admin. You know, I, I don't, it's really weird to say your admin, but we call matter My, brain. Yeah, I love that, the brain. Yeah, yeah, the brain. <laughs> so I think it was a lot of failures on my part in getting to find the right person. Yeah. I came to the business, you know, working independently for so many years that for me, learning proper delegation skills and also communication styles was something that I wasn't well-versed in or mm-hmm. even acknowledging when I was hiring assistants. So I, I fully take the blame for thinking that, you know, everyone thinks the same way you do. I, that, you know, well, of course that we need to get this done. It needs to get done. Well, did you communicate that? Did you communicate that effectively? Do they have, you know, the same communication style as you? No. So I failed epically um, twice before I found my brain, um, mm-hmm. Drea, who's she's actually just a few chairs down from me. <laughs> and something I learned from those failures was the importance of understanding a you know, what is your why as if you're a team leader? Um, what is the why? What's your mission behind what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And how can you get everyone unified in that vision? And do they want to be a part of that vision? If we have different whys and we're not doing, you know, we're not aligning and why we're doing business, then it's mm-hmm. probably not going to be the best fit. Yeah. Um, secondly, I always do, I say I always, I haven't done a a ton of hires, but a Mm -hmm. disc profile test in the love languages, Mm -hmm. five love languages. I I think that as a team leader, it is absolutely critical and it's our duty to understand how the people that we spend the majority of our time with communicating with Mm -hmm. that we understand how, how they receive praise, you know, is it words of affirmation? Is it I mean, we could go, is it gifting? What, you know, what is it that really makes that person feel special? And 
the disc profile test. You know, we're complete opposites when it mm-hmm. comes to what our disc profiles are. And that's why we do work really well yeah. together. And I think that will turn you into what type of um, leadership skills and delegation are applicable for your team. Mm-hmm. So I think just knowing knowing who your people are and, and what your why is, something that is so simple sounding, but it, it gets thrown onto the wayside very quickly and very mm-hmm. easily. Yeah, it's great. That's a very common theme on uh, the agents yeah. that we interview here is that, you know, having a culture, a mission, a vision, and those are all distinct words, but they yeah. are pointing to the same thing that they, everyone's bought into exactly is critical. And then, yeah, the lessons you learn as you begin to, you know, to train an admin or, yeah. or, you know, is again, universal, like, cause everyone, when you get your admin, you have been doing it all and you know, it all that needs to get done. So mm-hmm. how do you communicate that? And mostly we're all, t- you know, the team leaders are all D's. Yeah, all the I way need. down, and you need a C and an S. You need uh-huh. someone who's going to be a C and an S. And I don't have time to talk to C or S's. I just don't. Right. I don't play well with others. And I think something that really helped with my our success not taking a very long time, you know, in me training was the fact that she was already a licensed agent as well. Great. And it just wasn't being a, you know, forward facing agent wasn't her goal. And it is something that I love to do, but having that background so that she already understood the business, I think that was the key differentiating factor in, um, a lot of previous people that I had worked with as well. Good. And then you had gotten smarter about what to, you know, that if you take the time up front to train Mm -hmm. her in what is needed and then you get your hands off them long enough to see how they would do it. Because really that's a key part, (laughs) a key part because a C is going to do it right. Uh You know, I mean, you're the one who brought up this testing, but you know, a C is going to do that right. Someone who thinks spreadsheets are sexy. Better are than do I right. do. That's right. We're D's. We're like, I don't even talk to me about that. I don't care. I don't want to know how you did that. I, exactly. Right? I won't understand even if you tried to explain it to me. Right. Tell me where I should spend the next dollar. Where do I need to be? <laughs> exactly right. That's great. Yeah. All right. Very yeah. cool. And then anything else you want to share about your business and what, what you attribute your success to and, you know, where you're like that, anything you want to share about it? Yeah. You know, one of something that I think is on all of all agents minds right now is just where the market is going. And we're obviously feeling a little bit of a slowdown and in Denver specifically, we're feeling more of a plateau. It doesn't feel like it's going down too much yet, but I see a lot of fear and a lot of, well, what's going to happen that's in the air. And that's absolutely understandable, but I think it is a perfect time to reframe that viewpoint of something really, you know, what is to come. We don't know into this is a really incredible opportunity for me to learn how to get creative and to really hone in on my skills on how I, you know, what do my systems look like? What are, are my processes as good as they possibly could be? Um, do, do I have any team training that I have not been doing because I've been, we've been so busy. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited in the That's world great. of business right now to have the opportunity to kind of like pull up the bootstraps, get creative and mm-hmm. see, see how good we can be and get comfortable being uncomfortable. So I would just say, you know, 
all agents out there. We got this guys. We can do this. It's going to be a wild ride and, and that's okay. And that's what makes life exciting. And when you get creative and, and your tactics, then success will follow. Great. Can we say get out over your skis? Shall we say that? Yeah. <laughs> get out over your skis. <laughs> yeah. Very good. All right. Good. All right. Well, Adina, and then the, I guess the last question I always ask people is what, what book are you reading? What books should we read? What did you love? What was the last thing you made a difference for you? Absolutely. I'm that person that likes to start like 10 books at a time. Um, Right now I'm reading Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, actually. And it is one of whether you want to listen to it on Audible or, you know, buy the book. I kind of like to do both. He narrates it, though, on Audible, which is pretty incredible. And his viewpoints on how to turn hard circumstances in your life into formative circumstances mm-hmm. in your life and how to con- how to reframe your mindset for future adversity is just it's something that everyone should read or listen to it's an absolutely incredible book um it's not business specific but it will resonate in your business forever and in your life so great. check out uh, green lights <laughs> excellent all right great recommendation yeah. fabulous all right great well Zena, thank you so much for coming on Thank Thanks you. for taking a few minutes. I love the idea of having a partner. And you're now in Breckenridge still, or you're just, where are you, Denver? I'm in Denver. Denver. Yeah. I do about 50 50. Still spend a lot of time up there, but happy to I, be in the city. Okay, <laughs> great. But you spend, so you, you're my Breckenridge connection now. That's great. Yes, definitely. All Anytime right, you need anything ski related, you got your girl. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Yeah. I snowboard, but yeah, that would be great. Same. It is there, right? It's not everywhere. Um, Definitely. Very cool. All right. Well, Athena, thank you again so, so much for being on the show. And uh, I'll see you around campus. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Abundant Life Podcast, brought to you by Christine and Company and EXP Realty, the global online brokerage powered by top agents and cutting edge technology. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Your hosts have been award-winning brokers, Christine Andreessen and Aaron Hendon. For more on them, visit christineandcompany.com.